Hello and welcome back to What's the Damage, streaming live from my brand new kitchen. Check it out. Um, compa and companion show to the incredibly well-known and popular real play D&D pod, D&D um, show, Roll for Damage. Um, sorry, I'm a little bit, it's so hot right here where I am right now. I apologize in advance. I'm gonna be very distracted all day. So, Back on topic, we had some chills and also thrills last Friday when our shields came face to face with more exploding zombies and a brain in a jar. Gross. They also discovered a dastardly plot involving the villain of Dobby's past and also Perry's hometown of River Run. It's all coming together. Today, me and my guests will be discussing that and also the gentle art of the one-shot. All of that coming right now. As always, stick around after the stream for links and resources to support the ongoing fight for racial justice in the United States. I'm your host, Truth Fenson, and this is What's the Damage. And we're back. Okay, um, correction, I misspoke. It's actually Oriana's hometown, not Perry's. Um, almost gave you some big spoilers by accident. Just forget I said anything. Um, so joining me today is Khalil, who plays Baltaim on the stream, and Chad, who plays Quinn. How are you doing, guys? I'm all right. How yeah. are you? Very hot, as mentioned before. I, I feel that. Yeah, I mean, like in general, but also physically. Um, <laughs> anyway, what's the damage, guys? You guys fought a brain in a jar. Uh, that brain. They fought yeah. a brain in a jar. <laughs> I didn't fight a brain in a jar at all. I fought. I did not at all engage. You fought. That fucking you brain. fought paralyzation. Yeah. I and lost. <laughs> I was so close to the effect just fucking timing out on me. Oh man. Before I, when, by the time I actually yeah. saved, and then again, I'm like, well. I'm gonna go to forever sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> gonna take a nap, guys. <laughs> Goodbye forever. I was yeah. around with uh, this uh, this weird uh, whaling thing, you know? Right, that, Ugh, that guy. weird thing. I mean, uh, was that the one with like the, um, sorry, I described as having like a weird face, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. like the, a long yeah, the second face. she, 
the second she um she described that i was like oh is that mr face from like um, amnesia you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah <laughs> that's uh, what it, i went to immediately it's the scream that's true okay anyway um so you guys went into that battle with at least one level of exhaustion each so mm. yeah so you you managed to kick ass anyway but tell me a bit about that just like heat stroke you're trying to kill zombies i mean i can't really speak to much of it because i spent a lot of it just be like oh, look at all the interesting stuff i'm not doing <laughs> like uh just watching my friends <laughs> pretty much it great it wasn't too bad i think Dolly probably had the worst. Uh, yeah, he had two levels of exhaustion. Yeah, he yeah. had two levels, so he was just kind of moving like at half speed. Yeah. Um, but like, there was a time where I was like, oh, "I'm gonna do this thing," and she's like, "Roll his check." I was like, "All right." Oh fuck me! <laughs> like I, <laughs> I like roll. I'm like throwing the rock. I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna throw this rock." It's you know, it's a rock to throw. And it's like, "Oh yeah, wait, disadvantage, that one." All right, that yep. All right, mm-hmm. ah, that's, that's right. That seems correct. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Like in the fight, it was more of uh, just the uh, the like, oh, I feel like I forget this is happening to me, and I'm like, oh well, this should be a normal. Like, oh yeah, we'll just do this, and it's like, oh wait, we're doing. Like, no, it's it harder than normal. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, nobody really, um, nobody went down hard this time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, um, so for Baltaim, this kind of thing, like fighting the undead, is kind of right in his wheelhouse. Um, so how confident was he personally going into this fight, knowing that he was going to be fighting zombies? I assume he didn't expect the brain in the jar, but you know. Um, this is uh, not... Uh, this, he He's had the one encounter with the undead so far, after, mm-hmm. before this. Um, and he got his ass handed to him, uh, in honesty. Uh, so he is uh, not, he is wanting to see how he can stack up against uh, uh, going against Undead because it seems like mm-hmm. it's going to be a recurring theme. Um, so he was looking forward to seeing uh, how he's improved from, you know, being basically his ass beaten and left there because they're like, you're not even that important to us, guy. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, you're good. Damn, ouch. And so he's just like, he's he, he is more interested in trying to see what happens and to get in, uh, accumulated to uh, fighting them, but he's not necessarily an expert at any points of the mean. Uh, he's uh, he's very much walking this uh, blindly. Yeah. Yeah, even so, this was kind of like a bit of a big day for Ball. You got a cool new item. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a very cool new item. Um, so would now be like a good time to kind of uh, wade into Ball's backstory a little bit and his connection to the Raven Queen. Um, it it might come up um uh, very soon. Um, I assume people are gonna have more questions about. Uh, he, I know he kind of uh, dropped it on like last minute, but no one's really mm-hmm. asked him necessarily like what he has like what's been going on with him. Uh, he yeah. you know he's like there was you know undead. Last time he's dealt with these people, and he uh, he's expecting this place to be abandoned, which I mean, technically it is, but uh, they left yeah. some, you know, some Just fun behind. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it might uh, come up soon. Um, it might not uh, be as interesting to say, or it might be more interesting than someone would think. But it's uh, it's uh, he's uh, he's he's not live so far. I would say. 
He's not lied to anyone so far. He's omitted or not mentioned stuff, right. but you know what? It's fair. Nobody's asked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Chad, Quinn hmm. spent a lot of the a lot of the fight as just a spectator. Like pretty much. Was, <laughs> was he just like standing there simmering? Was he afraid for his friends? Was he just really frustrated not to be able to do anything? I mean, the player was frustrated with just mm-hmm. not being able to do anything because I had, you know, crap I specifically can do to jack yeah. up the undead, which I was hoping to try and do a little bit of. And yeah. by the time I was got around, got into a place where I could, I was like, oh, these people are almost dying and <laughs> I'm actually able to do stuff now. Uh, you, stop dying. You also stop dying. <laughs> well, I have another headache now. I'm, here I am. <laughs> I think debilitating migraine. I, that's and that's what I think I was going to do. I think for Quinn, because of the description of what it was, I don't know exactly how much he parsed of what was going on, mm-hmm. other than just the worst migraine. Right. Like one that's basically just going to make reality sort of a problem for later. And so. I, okay. Okay, so I know I'm just kind of hung up on the brain in the jar. Like that's so so weird. Yeah. Um, so have either of your characters come across anything like this, or were you also kind of shocked just to see a weird undead brain? Yeah, no, I no. This is no. new waters. <laughs> totally <laughs> unexplored <laughs> situation of brain in jar. I didn't think as you know, Quinn didn't think brains could go in jars, and yet. Right, and, and then yeah. especially not think they could just you know. All right, everyone here. All right, you guys are just uh, just stay still right there. Yeah, <laughs> hey, all of you, Take a nap, stop guys. it. <laughs> yeah. We got some Ascedrin packed in your uh, packs. Uh, you're, uh, <laughs> you're not moving for a little bit. Oh, nice. Okay. Um. Yeah. So whoever was doing all this weird shit with the undead, like they did, leave quite a bit of interesting stuff behind. So. The plot has thickened now to the consistency of like a congealed stew. So mm. how is everybody feeling about the uh, the exploding uh, people plot? <laughs> it's very gross, but also scary. Yes. I mean, as a player, I'm here for this shit. As a oh, character, yeah. <laughs> I'm- Oh no. <laughs> Quinn is like, no, people should not be bombs. This is a bad thing. Please don't. <laughs> Uh, I don't yeah. support this. Negative <laughs> ten also, out of ten. Would not so recommend. So Quinn is anti. Yeah. Yes. I'm also here for this as a player. I'm like, oh, that's fucking sick and metal <laughs> yeah. as hell. I'm yeah. for it. Yeah. Ball metal team's as like, fuck. Ball team's like, he's almost terrified to ask Quinn or anyone with any medical experience if like the people who are in there because he's like, I don't even want to know that my sister is one of these bodies. He's like, oh, I yeah. don't, okay. I don't yeah. even. He's he like is just at this point he's like no i think this is you know there's experiments i think they're trying to they're trying to perfect it i think uh you know he thinks uh this is something he's going to he's going to find her uh and if you know she is one of them uh people in there he's the idea of just like finding her i think he thinks is just better for the sake of just you know the world at large right now at this point because they're doing some wild shit right now uh but he's not necessarily uh down with the the metal <laughs> as uh, i am um yeah so does 
Baltaim currently believe that his sister is alive, or does he just not know? Um, he, he, I think he doesn't. Well, he doesn't know at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he believes he has, uh, you know, the faith that she is. Um, and he, you know, naively or not, might you know believe that or not. Um, but he, uh, I think that is what is necessarily driving him to just to further himself to, um, to even like just accomplish anything because, uh, you know, and if she's not, that's something he's got to, you know, process obviously. But I think right now, currently he just, he believes even if it's true or not that she is uh, alive. Right. Well, hopefully she shows up later in the game. Um, Okay, so for your party, what do you think the next move is? Like, are you going to continue on um, on your current errand, or does the situation in River Run in River Run seem more urgent because you know these bombs are like in transit to the city? I mean, I think that's like the next stop after we finish the thing that we're on, as far as. Mm-hmm. As far as I would, I would think, because if we try going there first, I'm pretty sure that Lex will shoot us all in the face several times and be like, "No, you go do the thing I told you to do." But if we get there then you first come back. without her knowing and then go back, mm. I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. Because we'll there's also, we'll, yeah, no, we'll probably get shot though. No, no we probably get shot either way. You know, yeah, like yeah. if we go early and she doesn't find out, she'll eventually find out because apparently yeah. finding out is just a thing she does. Yeah. And then, yeah. Also, we'll be like, we'll be the idiots that are like, hey, Lex, we have a problem. She's like, is that fucking Riverin? <laughs> Where the fuck are you guys? She's like, why the fuck are you there? You I'm fucking like, sons of bitches. <laughs> Ooh, call you later. I'm going to, fine, I'm like, going oh, through a you're tunnel. Breaking up, you're breaking up, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, sorry, be... I'm sorry, I'm going through a tunnel. I can't. Yeah. I... <laughs> uh, 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 I think Baltim is. Uh, I think he probably wants this to be uh, the next thing on our trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, is to, or he. I think he is more inclined to do the Reverend thing a little bit more because I think it directly relates a little bit, probably more. Mm-hmm. But I think he understands that like we can't keep walking around with like fucking Mark Darkness on us and like yeah bullshit happening to us the whole time uh, but and then we're also like right here so it's like it's also out of the way to even try to do that right now it's yeah. like we're like on this continent doing this on this continent is a little bit simpler path true remind me how far away you are right now where you need to be from where we need to be like well, a yeah. couple like a uh, couple of weeks well, i think weeks yeah, yeah. from mm-hmm. river like very very Box, very right? like oh not from river Rand, from yeah. your next stop yeah from next stop i think yeah, it's like, like i think it's like a couple people. of weeks yeah 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 weeks like two to two to four weeks or something like that yeah yeah what can happen in a couple weeks yeah yeah that's true especially considering <laughs> we have to spend a lot of the, going through uh, the desert Man. Yeah, going through the desert to go all the way. If they are going, you know, walking, I don't know if they're, you know, if they're carrying by ship, probably a little bit less, but still probably a month or so. So it's mm-hmm. probably we're on that we're on that timetable. We're, we're definitely on like yeah. a strict like we need to pop this off. But yeah, 
lunchtime. Um, yeah, so going forward, like travel, because you're going to have to travel further in the desert, obviously, to get to the next place you need to be to remove your darkness. Um, so is Quinn finally going to cave and just take off his fucking armor? No. No. <laughs> He's entirely too squishy without it. I mean, I, got a, I have a nice, nice, healthy armor class between the fancy armor and shield. And I'm eyeballing a fancier shield and a shop back in town, and we got some money now, so I made like. All right, you got five hundred gold, I think. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying the AC because without it, I'm a still a puny cleric as far as hit points go. <laughs> so, uh, nah, I'm a I'm a just I'm a just roast. Yeah. Uh, nicely slow cooked Quinn. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, oh, what was the second half? I had something else. I think I forgot to write it down. Uh, I'll think of it later. Okay. Um, so in that case, I think we're going to move on because my brain is just going. I think we're going to move on to our topic for the day, which is the proud, wonderful tradition of one shots which are little mini tiny bite-sized D&D campaigns. They're very fun. Um, so have both of you either played or run a, a one-shot before? I assume so, but I want to ask. Yeah, I, I actually, when I was first getting into D&D, I basically just popped in on like Adventurers League things, mm -hmm. which are essentially just nothing but a bunch of one-shots unless you show up every week which nobody, a lot of people no. don't really do. So <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. basically nothing but one-shots. Yeah, I've uh, ran, ran and played in some one shots before, yeah. Nice. Okay, so you both got a bit of experience. Um, what would you say the number one the number one difference, and you can't say it's short, <laughs> is between a one shot and a longer running campaign? I mean, I think one of the main differences is consequences and the yeah. lack thereof. <laughs> Like yeah, you can make the dumbest that in a nicer choice. way, yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a good, good, yeah. good way to say that. Yeah. I mean, well, you can make like the dumbest choice in a one shot, and you don't have to worry about you know a few games right. down the line somebody's family who has sworn vengeance upon you for <laughs> yeah. accidentally blowing up. up their house. Oh, well, that's the best part of D and D: making like, enemies. Remember how I accidentally you... murdered that entire family reunion? Well, I missed one, and yeah. uh, <laughs> they mad. <laughs> they big mad. Yeah, you. If you die in a one shot, it's like, all right, this is fun. I died in one shot. It's all right, you know. Mm. Like yeah. I didn't really, you know, you might spend like some time, but I didn't really spend a lot of time, like you know, fleshing this character out. You die in like a real like campaign. You're like, this kind oh, of hurts damn. my soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were talking about that last week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you kind of, you know, it's a one shot. I feel like one shots are more uh, like the looser environment. There's like a less, yeah. Um, even if they are like more like you know darker or serious, there's this, again this lesser serious. Like I'm not sticking to this like for amounts amounts. I'm gonna be like we're trying this crazy. I might try this crazy thing and then like doesn't work. I'm it's gone. If it does, I'm like I might take this in something else. You know later on. Right. And one thing that's really interesting about one shots is kind of the freedom it gives you for the subject matter you can use for sessions because you can go ridiculous and goofy on something. And no, you don't have to maintain that vibe for any longer than about you know, two to four hours. Right. Four or hours. you can go dark, tortured, and super fucked up and weird. And no, you don't have to maintain that vibe for more than two to four hours. You know, it's like <laughs> you pick one direction and you go that way knowing there's a finite end. 
Yeah. Now, the way I think of one shots is always that one quote um, from Magic School Bus, take chances, make mistakes, get messy, because you absolutely have the freedom to do that. Yes. No consequences. Um, so with that in mind, when you're creating a character for a one shot, do you, is the process like a bit looser than it would be for a campaign? Do you get weird and wacky? Do you see this as like an opportunity to try out weird shit? Absolutely. Yeah. I, make, I just like, like, honestly, <laughs> I do like the stupidest things. I've like, I've like, I, I can't do Australian voice at all. <clears throat> I've definitely had a character that was Australian. <clears throat> what was your, why? what was the Australian equivalent that you tried? Now I think, I feel yeah. like you like, have to it know like, this. It was like yeah, this. My, I was like talking like this and a guy had, he had guns and he just, what do you know, he and it's most most like that. It wasn't okay. it wasn't good at all. It was that not, sounds vaguely Eastern European. Yeah, a little, a little. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's probably not Australian at all. Yep. It sounds like someone from Romania trying to pass themselves off as Australian. I'm not sorry for all my Australian job. viewers out there. I uh, am not trying to offend <laughs> you. I am I'm acknowledging <laughs> that it's not good. We mean no offense. We already did the accents episode. That's that is when we meant offense. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it um, was I just like just wild kooky things like I get, like I had guns, like you know, a lot of people don't like you know oh, guns. keep your guns on my fantasy guns. I'm surprised you didn't have a knife, you know. Uh I think I did have a dagger, but I never used it. Yeah. So you never got to say once so, that's not a knife. I never got to say that's a completely un Australian Australian. Uh, I'm I hurt. I mean, like it Yep. This makes me sad. I think it was like a warlock fight. Like it was just crazy. It's like everything was like weird. It was just all it was weird. I would just you know. Yeah, I, I yeah. kind of I, I kind of like to use them just as a chance to experiment with a thing that's not that I haven't done before. You know, mm -hmm. like if like just basically pick a class I haven't tooled around with because normally right. if you're doing a one shot, you're doing it with enough levels that you kind of get a feel for the character. Right, right. You know, like yeah. you jump in at level five, six, ten, whatever, and then. You know, you just roll something up uh, that you've never done before, and just say, "Okay, well, I'm gonna just figure this shit out as I go." <laughs> and then, if you if you like it, you can go back and you know actually, actually put the work in later sure, on yeah. and try and figure it out for serious. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a nice spaghetti test. Just throw everything against the wall. That thing's stuck. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. So was Kelia, was the Australian the weirdest character you've made for a one shot or can you do better? Uh weirdest? Mm -hmm. Or just the most out there. I mean, I don't know. I've done like I've done like super like edgy characters. Like, you know, you don't ever get to be like I was like, is I do like meme, meme characters, you know. I just like mm -hmm. meme a lot. I like like sometimes, like I'll play, like a, I'll play like a rogue. I'm like he's like like this is the rogue. Like everyone's like everyone talks about like how you're like I work in the darkness, you know. Like I've played like yeah. I've done that before. Um, I've done like I've done like like evil characters. Like they're not like it's not weird, but it's like you know normally you don't get to play. I don't get to play a lot of evil characters, you know, mm -hmm. in normal games. I play like they're not necessarily against a party but they're like no i will kill that person no i will definitely like burn this orphanage down to get what we need like yeah what's up <laughs> like uh i just i've done like a lot of like like experimenting things not like necessarily i guess like like super like weird mm -hmm. like you know like tabaxi like i don't even know like sorcerer wizard 
cleric or something like that. I don't know, like, anything, like, super weird. But, like, I've just done, like, experiments of, like, testing out things. And, like, again, like Chad said, trying to get to that, like, thing. Or something like, something like this is, like, a character that's super, it's, like, super extreme. I definitely couldn't use it in the game. But, like, I could see elements of this being used in, like, another character or, like, fixing this down, lessening all the rough edges and, like, making an actual character out of it. Got you. Chad, have you done anything super wacky? Or do you just want to tell us about your favorite character that you've made for a one-shot? I'm trying to remember if I've done anything that was super nuts and wacky, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I that I remember from, you know, like one that I did before was I basically just, I, I showed up to something. I did not have a character, so I was just handed a sheet and it was, you know, dumb human fighter. Mm-hmm. And with like no background. So I just try I just try to think what can I do with this? Okay, Oliver Queen before the boating accident. And he was just like an entitled oh, no. And he was not pleasant, but it, I got into this weird thing with another one of the characters that was there. Like the only time the both of us could roll well was when we were having interpersonal conversations <laughs> about shit that was going on with those characters <laughs> and like, I remember there was a shopkeep that the other character ran into and he was super into said shopkeep. And mm-hmm. like the only way that I was able to roll well, I was like, I'm just saying, give love a chance. And I hit him with the ax. Amazing. Do you work out between them? I don't know. <laughs> Are they married now? I, I, you know, headcanon, I'd like to think so. I would like to think that my, you know, douchebag nobleman with a gigantic ax did help to you know fan the flames of true love (laughs) i love israel um okay so so have you both run one shots or just chad i've run i've run one shots before cool beans okay so uh okay so um both of you have so as for like running a one shot, just how on earth do you keep the timetable? Like, how do you keep it on schedule so that it's only like maximum five hour game? I mean, the one thing that I have that I've done is, and this is actually I've got a one shot that I'm going to be doing at some point in the future because you know a friend wants to introduce a friend to D and D. And I'm basically literally just lifting a session of a home game that I ran because I remember that that thing was able to conclude in about four to five hours with like just just the amount of stuff that is in it. So I just essentially by accidentally playtesting it and then just really like, yeah, I can change crap about that. I'm just going to lift out the good stuff. It's going to work by itself. Yeah. Yeah, I... uh. I just, I take the philosophy of like, it's okay if everything is not seen in this one shot. Like, don't, you don't have to, they don't have to see everything in one shot. It's like, it'd be, you know, obviously, I think probably for me, I like, I make a lot of stuff in the one shot and it probably would actually probably be a two shot. Um, But like, if they're like, they're not not getting something or they're not like, this is something that necessarily is they're not following a path. Like, it's like, okay, they don't have to, like, they're, they're, they don't see the the dragon layer that's i mean that sucks but like hey if they saw you know the other stuff in there there's you know it's it's a if you have the the mindset of you know everything 
as long as like your your important beats are like you know you have you know three or four important beats that you hit, you know, if three of them are seen, not the fourth one, it's okay. It's probably it's probably again that's still a good one shot, but like, you know, not everything has to be you know seen because that's gonna make it longer. Because some people take longer to figure out like puzzles or like you know mm-hmm. how have, some people are not built for combat, so the combat takes a little bit longer. So if everything's not seen, I feel like that's okay as long as they'll just of what you want to see, like put onto like that that world was seen, that's a good experience, I think. Nice. Um, so for running a one shot, does that usually involve a little bit more like ferrying the characters along than you would normally for like a longer running game? Because you do need you do have to end at the end point. Yeah. I there can be a little bit more railroading involved and that's just because by the nature of the thing is you are not putting people in a sandbox you are putting people at the beginning of a platforming game and their job is to get from a to b and you know just find a way to overcome all the shit between those two points so it and you, you know you leave a little bit of a little bit of room for you know exploring like what is that thing over there i don't know go fucking look at it okay, and yeah. you know you don't say you can't see it there's nothing there there is only don't look a wall. at that no then they spend 20 minutes like doing inside checks on the wall okay but this wall like this brick in this wall like, there's something about it right like tell me like and at some point you're just like all right fucking all right there's like, the fucking two gold at the wall <laughs> Uh, the wall is a mimic. It just ate your face. Roll yeah. a new character. I'll get back to you in five minutes. Uh, yeah, there's definitely more walls for sure. There's more, yeah. like, there has to be more, you know, con- con- concrete wall because if you don't, it's literally this is going to take seven hours now. You have to, you do have to, like, push them, like, all right, guys, like, this room, the door is closing this room. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the one that you came from is closed. And now the, yeah. our, you know, the room's getting smaller. And now you like, can go oh, to the other one. There's spikes. Yeah, so like you gotta yeah. push them along because like this is we're on like a uh, you know I don't want this to take all of your whole night you know if we're playing for like three hours or four hours but yeah. you know you can't just sit here and like inspect the chair and the couch and the ottoman and the the treasure chests and you know all like everything in this one room and there's like seventeen other rooms or like there's ten other rooms that you gotta go and like <laughs> look at yeah. like you know. Yeah, there's actually a, something that is a really good way to try to keep things moving is you use the logic of the 80s to 90s era action movie where if the characters are in a place for too long, oh no, minions have showed up. Right. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Cobalts with fierce. Yeah, so, yeah. Basically, so you just use goblins. <laughs> yeah, you, you use diehard logic. Well, John McClane has spent too much time in this room without punching something. Oh, there's Hans Gruber's men again. <laughs> yeah. There's a punching quota that you have to meet every 10 minutes or so. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how do you approach, like, just homebrewing a one-shot? Is like, Obviously, it's a bit different than designing a longer-running campaign. Do you just, like, condense everything? Do you have, like, a single scene that you build it around? Or, like, um, like Helio was saying, several different, like, beats that you want to hit? I mean, I've done it as, what is it, what is the thing that is the game over? Like, what is your objective? You know, figure out what ends this scenario, you know? And then you just basically build beats back from that. You, you, it's a thing where you kind of have to start with the end yeah. to make sure that people will get there. 
And then you figure out how much crap can you put between the beginning and the end that will make it take not incredibly long. Yeah, that's I was gonna say the same thing. It's like, I think it's the reverse of like building a long campaign. Like you, you have like a loose idea of like, this would be a cool ending, but like a campaign, that ending can literally always shift because yeah, that you villain that's your happen. bad guy might be like at level 10 or 12, they're like, all right, we got rid of this guy. Like, you know, he's done. So you're like, ah, oh, that's not like a good ending, I feel. So that, that ending can shift and be ever morphing uh, in like a campaign. But on one shot, you're like, all right, this is my end. I want them to fight the red ancient dragon and the top of the mountain and using the sword they found in such and such. So you're kind of like, well, okay. Well, now I need to work backwards where they start at. Uh, they're, you know, they're in a town. They, someone needs to kill a dragon. All right, cool. You got your beginning, your, you know, end. So like, what do I need to get to get A to B? And then like, you know, the sword, the sword needs to be somewhere in the middle they can find. And so then you kind of piece that out a little bit better with what you have to go with. And it's, uh, sometimes it can be easier or harder. It depends on like, you know, what the necessarily one shot is. But if, you know, if it's like, you know, simple, you know, we're killing this thing, you can kind of see where the pieces kind of fall in line and go to lead yeah. up. And if it's too long, you just like, well, I'll just take that part out. That doesn't need to be in there. If it's too short, you can like, add the back end. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of editing that you can do with something like that. You know, you feel like you're getting overzealous and putting in too many beats, just, you know, start sacrificing a few things. Like, right. you know, they really don't need to talk to that person. They don't really add anything, you know. Does the blacksmith need to tell them that, hey, uh, you know, there's a dragon here for the 17th time? You know, you can take that, you know, that right. out. <laughs> yeah. The blacksmith unexpectedly has a heart attack while you're talking to him. Whoops. <laughs> Can't talk to him anymore. Right. Everyone start dying. So I don't know what you guys do any better. <laughs> Suddenly goblins come. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so are there any good like pre-made modules for one shots? We talked about modules before in the past. I mean, <sighs> yeah, I think so. It just depends on how quickly you can do some of them. Like, mm -hmm. um, well, actually, like just specifically in um, uh, Tales from the Awning Portal, the first adventure in the book is actually about the right length that you could do it as a one shot because it's doesn't have a whole lot of maps it doesn't really it's not really a thing that would take terribly long necessarily depending on how quickly your characters explore and also the last one in the book you know the tomb of horrors also would be a pretty good one shot because all right your goal is get, get to the through. end of the tomb and then get out if you can't make it just I mean, just come with a stack of about five level 20 <laughs> characters and we'll see how far you get. Right. Well, the new character just like pops out of the wall when the old wind dies, like, hi, I'm here now. <laughs> I'm here, I've come to save you guys. Oh, wait. Kind of, kind of, sort of. You, you, you run it sort of like, um, like a supervillain death trap scenario at that mm -hmm. point where it's like, I'm trying to think of a, of a villain that more people would know, but I literally can't. The X-Men villain Arcade, who did nothing but build elaborate game-based oh, yeah. death traps for people to go into and then fight their way out of. And that's the sort of thing where, oh, one um, character dead. All right, well, another one comes falling out of the sky, fight, fight lands in front of like, yeah, pretty much. You have an omnipotent enemy that can just be like, snap his fingers. Another right. guy lands right there like, all right, there's your new friend and go. <laughs> Uh, I've not played any of the, like the module one shots, so I can't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I've heard, yeah, I've heard the tales, uh, Yannick portals. Uh, some of them are good, or some of them not as good. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't played any of the 
uh, modeled ones. I mean, I assume they're you know decent or enough uh, because I mean, just the the modules themselves in D and D are you know good. Some of them not as good, but some most of them pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played any of them as one shots, but I mean, I've looked them. I've looked them over right. enough times to figure out whether or not it would be feasible just because of the amount of space that people have to cover. Yeah, I think Wizards of the Coast also like makes like little mini modules that are meant to be one shots too. Yeah. A few, yeah. And also DM's Guild has a ton of them oh, that are just designed mm-hmm. for that, you know, you're, you're bored, you need something to do, here, pay what you want for X. <laughs> I also, I just lied on camera. I've played Death House, so <gasps> that's not true. I lied. Death House. Oh, Death House can be right. a bitch. Death House can, oh, House can be That's right. illegal. That's illegal, guys. <laughs> that's that's not true. I've played Death House before. So yeah, Death House can be like a like a one shot kind of kind of yeah. it, it depends. If you yeah. have to do everything, maybe it's probably two shots, but yeah, it's it's concise enough. Yeah. Yeah. It can be. But it's not, as far as while we're talking about things that would be interesting in one shots, I would love to play in a D&D version of basically Die Hard, where you're all essentially John McClane and your goal is to kill Hans Gruber and save the people that are at the uh-huh. fantasy company Christmas party. It would be a fun way to spend Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah, absolutely it is. Fight fantasy me on it, Christmas. anybody. <laughs> Fantasy Christmas. Candle Nights. Candle Nights. Uh, Candle Nights Bloodbath. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so you guys, you've only ever run um, homebrewed one-shots is what I'm getting? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, so like are one-shots easy enough to homebrew that you might as well? Like is kind it of. worth yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, the way I figure it is you're in more control if you're just making all the shit up as you go. And plus, if you have made up what the end goal is and you can think on your feet really well, you barely have to do all that much prep. Like, okay, I want to go in that direction. What's in that direction? Um, Goblins. Pretty much, yeah. There are, there's about seven goblins that way. They're having a book club meeting and you're not invited. So, I mean, they're not attacking you, but they're looking at like, could you just They're like right now? Who are you? <laughs> right. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty. Uh, I would. I would say not. I want to say easy, but like they're like even if they're like you don't think that well on your feet. If you have mm-hmm. like you know if you've like made a plan like for a week, like hey we're gonna do a one shot. A week's long time to plan one shot. Not too hard. Could you just like? Yeah. You don't have to put. Honestly, you don't have to put as much stuff as people think they do because even like me, I put like, you know, I think about a lot of things because I'm like, well, if they go here or they do this or they do this, a lot of times they'll, they'll be something that's like, this takes a bigger chunk than you expect. And really, as long as you have like, you know, probably like two or three things that you like need to do, they, that will take up about three to four hours. So it's not, it's not as like time consuming and like, you know, expansive as you have to do for like a campaign, to, let's I, I say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you think it would be hard to just like completely improv an entire one shot as a DM? Because I feel like that would be fun. <laughs> I feel like that would be a fun idea. I've I've like I've not attended to, but I would I would be down to try that. 
I completely just like yeah. everyone at, at like we come in, we're gonna roll, and then like someone says something, and that's where we're gonna go with. Yeah. It's like yeah, we we are in the center of town, getting attacked by the guard. Good right. good idea. Yeah, I, I think that would actually be a fun concept of in, completely yeah. improvised D and D. You basically do it the same way as like a a live improv show. Right. I need a location and an occupation right. and <laughs> and a fruit. Yeah, like it, you just ask for three things at random. Because yeah. yeah, location, occupation, and fruit. That's totally the classic trinity of, of improv suggestions. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Banana yeah, totally doctor. Uh, banana doctor. Powder. I heard banana doctor. Uh, yep, banana doctor. Banana doctor. Uh, you specialize in bananas. At, a, at, a, at the Met Gala. There you go. At the Met Gala. <laughs> you know, if you'd find a banana doctor anywhere, it would be at the Met Gala. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Wait, scenario. Okay, you and your pyre at the you and your pyre at the Met Gala. Um, one of you has just had an epileptic seizure. You are they are. Um, let's say it's Chad's character. Chad, you are okay. on the floor, just like seizing. You don't know what's why this is happening. You're very confused because you don't have epilepsy. Right. Um, the last thing you remember is taking a drink. Um, of like the pink champagne they have at the Met Gala. And then suddenly like your, all the neurons in your head were just firing and then you're on the ground. Um, Khalil, your, your character is a doctor. So you're down on the floor, like attempting to hold Chad's head, like to make him like not bang his skull. You reach into your bag, hoping to get like something to uh, to help like you know you have your med kit on you but when you open up your med kit all you see is a banana um yeah and we we would go on yeah, yeah. i just i just accidentally came up with half a plot that sounds like a you good did. story right there i'm i'm interested in the story already i'm hooked i'm like, i mean oh. shit keep going yeah. like who no, poisoned you, this man tell me a story it's the same person who replaced your medical supplies with right banana. i'm like we've been had we've been had <laughs> i've been, been I've gone to the met gala and i've been i've been duped who is this trickster that bamboozles? Yes. Oh, you'll find out at the Met Gala. <laughs> are you guys here to rob the gala like Ocean's Eight, or are you just? I don't. Here to I don't know. We're we. It, it might have been a robbery gone wrong, and my friend Chad mm-hmm. has um, mistakenly drunk in his poison, or the poison he's supposed to give to the security guard, so he can slip in as the security guard. He's drunken it himself. Oh no, Chad! Are you that stupid? Yes, apparently. I was going to go with this is a heist. And I thought, I think I'm not good at heists. I like watching heist things, mm-hmm. but I am not really good at going through said heists. So I would be the bumbling <laughs> thief, like the criminal yeah. version of Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Poor Chad. Anyway, Chad dies. Sad. Um. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, but just know. wait till you get to my third character. That's where the money oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the money right there. Um, Completely forgot what my next question was. That's nah, fine. You got sidetracked by the banana yeah. doctor. <laughs> I at the I met. Banana by the banana plot at the I'm met. still circling back to that. I'm like, man, where's this going to go? Yeah. I would watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Okay. Um, okay, okay. Um, so we like touched on this so we discussed how as a player like a one shot is a good um time to try something like a little bit out of the box or just try out new things that you want to do um so as a dm is the same thing true like can you do just absolutely wild shit that you don't think you could um like run an entire campaign on but you just kind of want to try it out because it sounds fun like the banana met plot yes the banana met keeper i 
Honestly, yes. I mean, if you want to get experimental and weird, the best time to do it is when there are no expectation of how the hell are you going to continue that? Right. You know, like you can you can adapt an episode of Scooby Doo into Dungeons and Dragons because there's no expectation of what happens next week. Yeah, and and you can try like new like I guess styles of demon because like sometimes you know people are like you know I think you know people have like their certain styles that they do. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, you know, sometimes you might see something and you're like, I want to kind of do that. You know, you can kind of test that out and be like, if that fits your style, or if you like feel like that's, uh, you know, something you could add to your, you know, your bag of skills. Um, and then you can kind of, kind of be a little bit more of a jerk in one shots. <laughs> Uh, just be because, a complete asshole. Well, you, yeah. you can because you're just like these people aren't like as in like you know I don't feel as connected to like these other characters that I've like written stuff for their backstory and like planned out like this is how like you know they will meet this person or how this will thing affect them and you know kind of attached to like this character as like attached to the other person is. So you can kind of be like well uh, well you fell down a, a ledge you're you're dead like yeah sorry yeah yeah I. I as a dm i never want to actually kill any of the characters in a game because i've already spent time coming up with stuff for them to do and stuff that ties same. in the backstory and everything same, and i really don't want to put that work in a second time <laughs> you fuckers are one and done in my games and that's it i don't want to write more shit for you and i'm not going to in a one shot however I can be a monster <laughs> and say, I'm sorry, you're boring me. That thing you just stepped on was actually a trapdoor. And oh no, below it is a gelatinous cube. Oh, uh, bye -bye. that cube really sucks. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Yeah. yeah. What happens if you like die at the beginning of a one shot? Because I have never made like a backup <laughs> character for a one shot ever. And I would That'd not. That'd be so hilarious. I'm like, I feel bad, but like, that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I would just, at the, if it was me, because I haven't had that happen to me either, but I, I would basically just be like, well, balls. And then just get a piece of paper and some dice and be like, all right, hang on. Okay, give, me, give me 10 else. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be crazy. I'd, I'd, that, I'd find that pretty funny, but that'd be pretty crazy. Right. Like, you walk, walk to this next room and, oh, Todd just died. <laughs> Not well, Todd. <laughs> Yeah, you walk back into the room and Todd has a banana shoved down his throat. He's dead. Oh banana no, he strikes again. <laughs> it's the banana murder. What's a good name for like a person who's murdered is a banana? Hmm. <laughs> the hmm. peel peeler. Mm. You're getting somewhere, but you're not quite there yet. Yeah. Um. The ripe masher. Ooh. That's a yeah. That could be good. That could be good. That, ha that has some legs. It can work. The ripe masher. Hmm. The slip and fall. That sounds dirty. A little, yeah. It's a little, like, yeah. It totally sounds like a sex thing. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's not a sex thing. You're just you're dirty with gore. There's so uh, much gore. Yeah. You okay. slipped and fallen down the stairs. Hmm. There were spikes at the bottom. The potassium killer. Oh no. <laughs> okay, amazing. Um, okay, so for a one shot, do you guys think it should be like more combat based, um, a bit more role play focused, puzzle based, should it be a mix of everything? Like, what's the easiest way to get it, um, 
to get it in the time frame. Because I feel like combat's usually decently yeah. easy the to... The easiest way is combat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, combat is, like, easy to sort of, like, guesstimate how long it will take. Because you yeah. just throw, like, two to three, like, decent level, like, challenge fights, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe, you know, a couple arch mages or, you know, a lich or two at the end, you know. That's a lich. an hour or two. That's a two-hour, you know, fight. Yep. Already, so you just put some little fluff in, and that's pretty easy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think a good one shot has like elements of like a little bit of everything, just a little bit. He doesn't have to like be focused on like that one thing. It'd be have an overall theme of like this is a combat theme, you know, mm-hmm. one shot. But we'll have like, you know, there might be a puzzle, like one puzzle, because that might take an hour itself, uh, or like there might be a little bit of role play in the beginning. Um, but I think uh, your theme could be necessarily whatever you want to be. Um, but I would have like just just like probably not. You don't have to put all all these things into it. But you know, just a, like a couple of things to sprinkle in there. So it's not like this is just a one like role play one shot. This is just a combat one shot. This is just a puzzle one shot. You know, mm-hmm. have like a little bit of that like change it up. You know, like oh okay, I didn't expect this to be coming. It's a little f- different flavor in there type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think what you get kind of depends on the mix of people that are playing, you know, because there are people who can make combat go incredibly quickly because they have figured out exactly how to break the game and to kill all the monsters with gruesome efficiency. And then there are people who... Oh, that's a good team name. Yeah. Gruesome efficiency. Yeah, I may use that for something, actually. That is pretty damn good. Yeah. Good job, me. <laughs> but it kind of just depends on the mix of people you have, because you know, if people are super into doing combat, you want to, you know, pepper that a little bit heavier. And then also, if people are just super into, even if it's just for a one shot, just diving into some weird as hell RP, then that as well. So it just, I don't know. You you kind of have to. The one shot is where you really have to cater to your audience a little bit more to make mm-hmm. sure people are invested in pushing it forward for the four to five hours it's going to take. Yeah. I need people engaged. It, it's, mm-hmm. it sucks to just have that that like people that don't do puzzle one shots and they're, they're playing a puzzle one shots. Yeah, like, they're just oh, like we're uh... in this room for a lot longer. Than, oh, uh, this and took us like three four, hours. Four more of these, and it's been like an hour. Like oh, oh, oh no. Um. Yeah. So, what's everybody's like favorite one shot you've either ran or played in? Uh, um, I've played in um a one shot. I've like I like puzzles for lack of uh you know my talent for them or not. Um, mm-hmm. I I like to consider myself as a uh kind of thinking outside the box a lot. A lot so of like, Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think about you know how to answer questions in like a like a weird way. So I like puzzles. I may not be as good as them as I think. Uh, I enjoy like thinking, like using my brain of like, I don't fucking know, like, why is this thing doing this thing? I don't know, but I want to know how this works. And like, I'm trying to think about it. So I, I, play, I played in a one shot where uh, basically, essentially, it's a, uh, it's like a, like a, a temple to like a trickster god, essentially. And there's like a bunch of rooms that have uh, like various puzzles and like, uh, like uh, riddles and like, uh, traps like traps but like you know kind of puzzle traps where like you know there's one based on like a clock there's one like for night hag and like the night hag's like a school teacher like you have to clean up the room in like a certain time like i've put like there's it's like a lot of different like rooms that have like a 
weird like different puzzles and like uh like things that make you think about like uh just like uh like riddles and sort of things i like i like that um Fun. i think that's more of my like character like pull is more to puzzles and like riddles so Shoot. um i'm trying to think of the best one that i've either been in or ran um I can call this a one-shot because it was for a campaign that never got off the ground, but it was essentially stopping a train robbery. Ooh. Like, all the characters were on a train trying to get somewhere, and then all of a sudden, bandits just start trying to take the train, and their job was to stop said bandits from taking said train, because otherwise, more bandits would come and probably murder them. That's fun. That adds, like, an interesting element to combat. Yeah. Yeah, because there's combats. Oh, sorry. No, so I say that that with that one, time was a kind of a factor of like, well, you know, if you do not stop them, there totally will be more bandits. Trust me, there's there's plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, I was saying I like combats where the where like the solution is just to toss people off of things. I enjoy <laughs> that a lot. <laughs> yeah, just pull the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. No mm -hmm. ticket. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, what time is it? Okay, um, so we've got seven minutes left. I actually did have a game prep today for the first time cool, in a cool, while. Cool, cool, cool. Yay. Okay, so essentially with a one-shot, you can pretty much like condense it into a tagline, in my opinion, because you know that's just like a little thing to, um, <laughs> to describe what the one-shot is about. So what we're gonna do is we are going to go around and word by word, make up a tagline for a theoretical one-shot. Hmm, I like this idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay, so I will start, then we'll go to Chad, then we'll go to Khalil. So, adventurers. Hmm. Murdering. Children. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Four. Fun. <laughs> oh, that got real dark right away. It did. Okay, that one's done. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh... I the only thing you can add there is and profit. But yeah, I was like, I was like, and, but I feel like that's a little weak. So it's like, no, and. okay, we're gonna we're gonna end right there, guys. It's a wrap on that one. Um, okay, children. <laughs> Starting with the children this time. Yeah. Hmm. Children of doom. Children must stop. Adventurers. It's From. the sequel to the first one. Yeah. From. From. Stealing everything, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're gonna stop at everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's, children, it feels like a good sequel to children the, next, to the doom. first one. So, the children of Doom are really the good guys in this one, yeah. <laughs> yes. The adventures are just like a band of murderous thieves. Yeah. I mean, like, that's most adventuring parties, to be honest. Okay, um, Chad, you start the next one. Okay, okay. 
Hmm. Gruesome. Just I have that in my head now. <laughs> okay. Then Khalil. Party. Gruesome party. Turns. Feral. <laughs> People. Gruesome party turns feral people into accountants that kill God <laughs> gruesome party turns turns feral people into accountants that kill the gods <laughs> yeah there you go okay this is a good one yeah. um yeah Khalil your turn Start right. us off. We'll go nice. Animals. Want. Freedom. From. Their. Oppressive. Regime. Of. Exploitative. Manipulative. Farmers. Kill. <laughs> Keep back to murder every time. This is D and D, folks. Kill. It does. Kill. Pigs. Horribly. And deliciously. <laughs> That's two words. Horribly and deliciously. Can we do better? Should we keep going with this one? I don't know. I mean, that's oh, no. kind of a solid end. That's a solid end. Okay, okay, cool. Um, let's see. Sommeliers. Hmm. Pretentiously. <laughs> Already good. Walk. Pretentiously walk. Or walks. Uh, it's sommeliers, so it's plural. Sommeliers pretentiously walk through taverns while insulting management Uh, management, uh, management, because they believe them. Let's see. They believe them to counterfeit. Oh. Jobs. 
jobs. The counterfeit jobs. How do you counterfeit a job? I mean, um, I've. Jobs. They're counterfeiting jobs. Maliciously. That's a solid end. That's the end. Okay. Okay. So these sommeliers go around. They're they're all bars, obviously. So they go around insulting. Um, you were pretentious. Keepers, you get a bar. Tavern keepers, I guess, who are, I don't know, making up jobs for <laughs> tax evasion purposes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. I'm not sure why the sommeliers are doing this in particular, but. Yeah, this is a, this is more of a corporate being the uh, one shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels very acquisitions incorporated. Yeah, more acquisitions incorporated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Okay, I think we have time for one more. Hmm. The banana. There we go. Ooh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Doctor. <laughs> Helps. Authorities. Apprehend. Criminals. Who? Incompetently. View. Incompetently view. Incompetently view art. At the Met Gala. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be the end there. I mean, yeah. like, you drop the Met Gala at the end, like, mm, sorry. <laughs> I'm not finishing this story for you. <laughs> no, that's the whole story, I think. Yeah. Uh, the heroic banana doctor he's arrests a, people for a, not appreciating art. He's a deputy. Uh, he's a appointed uh, deputy. See, this would be interesting because with the setup that you gave earlier with Khalil being the banana doctor uh -huh. and me being the bumbling thief, this would be a one-shot where you're literally running half of your party against the other half oh, yeah, of your party, yeah. working uh -huh. at cross-purposes. That would be fun. I'm into ooh, this ooh, idea ooh, now. I, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm into this. What if the one shot was an escape room kind of one shot, but uh, like half half the party was, but it was like a cops and robbers. The banana room, have so, to figure out who's yeah. poisoning everyone. Yeah. Like murder it. mystery, like murder it. mystery. I okay. like it. Okay, um, that is all our time for tonight. Thank you guys for watching. Um, thank you to um, to Sunbird and Lady Meows for our theme music and our logo. Thank you to my wonderful guests and to Sereni who's streaming this. Um, make sure to tune in next week on Tuesday for the next episode of this show and on Friday for the next episode of um, Roll for Damage. Thank you guys and have a good night. Peace. Night everybody. Now I gotta play in the banana doctor one shot.